It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett. And with me, as per usual, I bring you Aaron Cheddar Talk. Hey, John, what's going on, man? Hey, so my kids recently uh, have actually realized what a podcast is. Now, my kids are nine and eight, so they're, they're the same age as your middle kids. Yeah. Um, they're all the same age there. But, uh, yeah, they, they didn't understand when I when I said I was going downstairs to do a podcast. They really didn't understand what it was. And then I actually played it for them last week, and the two of them sat transfixed and listened for about eh, 12 minutes, which is pretty good for a nine- and eight-year-old, Yeah. to me and you talking. And now Andrew says he really wants to meet you. And I said, well, you've met John. Yeah, we've met several times. More than a couple times. Yeah. (laughs) But anyways, so yeah, so uh, we've got two more listeners, uh, Ruby and Andrew, although they won't show up as original listeners because it'll just be me reviewing it. it. Oh, I don't don't review the podcast. I'm sorry. What am I saying? Uh, It is a new one then, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, when when I review the podcast every week, I'll have them listen now when nice. I start. So All anyway, right. so yeah, there we go. We're, there we we're, go. We're indoctrinating them. So. Well, we'd like to welcome everybody again for a wonderful week of Wisconsin sports talk and remind you that you can follow this show on Twitter, which again continues to exist despite everyone telling me it's about to die. It, it continues kicking on, uh, but you can follow the show on Twitter at uh, Scotty Johnny pod. You can follow me at not so humble host and i know you can follow aaron because i follow aaron my dad follows aaron my son follows aaron where do they find you at aaron your wife does too but you can find me at cheddar talk john at cheddar talk um that last one felt like a dig i don't know hopefully (laughs) hopefully we can get all seven barnets eight barnets including your dad following me at some point yeah no uh elon even put out a tweet today about like uh i'm so generous i spent $44 $44 billion on the world's largest nonprofit organization talking about Twitter. <laughs> and, and you know, okay. as, that's funny. Snar- that's as nice. Snar- and as snarky self-deprecating. And as that is, that's uh pretty good. Like some of the stuff yeah, that he that. tweets out is ridiculous, but uh, that one was yet again. Good. But, but that anyhow, is kind yeah, of no, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how that, I mean, it, it of course it's going to exist. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's the biggest, fastest way to, it's the biggest, fastest social network available. Yeah. yeah. So, and unless they just completely forget how to monetize things, then yeah, they'll be all right for a bit. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. It's not my expertise. I don't know how to run any of those things. I do no. this in law. Uh, <laughs> just and everyone, law. Sh- everyone else should be made aware, uh, of course, that um, it, because it's obviously the best way to try to get ourselves ready for this. Aaron and I are in um in in uh, sensory deprivation. Um, yeah, like there's no I, light. I I can't even feel my hands and legs. The only thing yeah. I got going for me is I can hear Aaron's voice, which is the only thing pulling me through. Right, so. and uh, and I am currently in the little closet that's underneath the stairs going down to my basement, where we usually yeah. just keep paint. But uh, it was the darkest, quietest place in the house, and uh, I mean it's quiet until Holly starts yelling, "Aaron, where are you?" And but I don't respond because it's it's sensory because there's so much paint. People. Right. <laughs> There's so much pain. Yes. Oh, is that why I can't feel my fingers? Oh, I thought Uh-oh. it was just because I was in the dark for four days. Uh. As I pointed out, I'm, I'm pretty sure actually uh, everybody has missed the main point on Aaron Rodgers. And this is as much as I ever want to talk about this garbage because it's dumb. We have been spending like a week waiting for a man to walk out of a room. We have we have a mental illness if that's what we're doing. Like Moses um, off the mountain. <laughs> right. Um Essentially, what what Rogers is trying to do is is one hundred percent trying to become eleven, right? I mean, he's going into the sensory deprivation. He's searching for powers. Um, next football season, you're going to see like little nosebleed every now and then, uh, and that's going to be when he's uh, activating the powers. Yeah, I mean, after eleven comes twelve, and we all know this. So, mm-hmm. yes. and if you don't know what we're talking about, you need to watch Stranger Things because it's fun. Yeah. It was fun. Yes, it, it's interesting. It is. 
It was a very uh, interesting show. Uh, I have a strong <laughs> stomach, though. There are parts that are a little bit hard to watch, but yes, it's uh, Stranger Things is one of the best things that's ever been put on TV. It um, is fun too. I still still give um, uh, Breaking Bad. I think I still have as number yeah. two, and then of course Sopranos number one. But oh yeah, Sopranos great. Straight, well, I mean, as far as original television, like it's there with the Sopranos. Like the Sopranos broke the mold, you know. And then it, you know, and then I've also watched parts of Fargo. I haven't still seen all the parts of Fargo. Um, some people tell me the Americans are great, but Stranger Things, amazing people, watch mm-hmm. it. Yes, and Community. Just you know, I'll put that out there. Oh yeah, right. I mean, yes, <laughs> but it's not a drama. It's it's just funny. All right, everybody. That, and, and and Community was on FX, right? It was on. Well, it was on um, NBC. It's on now NBC it's, to start, and then it and then a Family Guide over to FX, right? Probably. Well, everything does. It's on Hulu. It's on Netflix. So I think it's on Prime now too. Well, you remember that? Like Family Guy, first two seasons were on Fox. It was wildly unpopular, so it went to Comedy Central. Yes. No, it went to Adult Swim. Oh. And they just played the first two oh, seasons yeah, over network, and yeah. over, and then they made a third season, I think, on Adult Swim. And then it was wildly popular. It was a huge underground following. And then Fox bought it back and put it back on TV. <laughs> yes. And then, of course, created my favorite sh- cartoon behind South Park, um, American, Dad, American Dad, only okay. because of Roger. Oh, my God. South Park this week with the, with the Harry and Meghan episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's South Park's back, baby. South Park's back. I, yeah, I haven't watched in a while. <laughs> but uh, this should tell everybody exactly... How eventful this week has been. <laughs> yeah, John right. has played 20 seconds in the All-Star game. And that's all we got. Good night, folks. All right. See you next week. All right. Well, let's get everything actually started with the part of the show that we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. So the main event is going to be Bucks. It's the biggest thing going on here. And they continue to win. And, and we were slightly wrong. Because uh, we said, and you agreed, and I agreed, and we both said this, uh, that they were going to beat the Celtics. Now I didn't know, and, and none of us knew at the time that obviously the Celtics were going to sit some people because they didn't. They, I, I don't know, they didn't care. starting lineup. But yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, not quite everybody, but anybody like the big ones. Yes, like Tatum was not playing. Uh, Marcus Smart was not playing. So yeah, no, the they sat out well, people. T- and Tatum, actually Tatum had well. to rest up for his fifty shot performance of the All Star game. <laughs> right. The hard part is that they went all the way to overtime because uh, that was that was a game they really should have walked away from that team and they didn't. So that part was slightly concerning. But I mean, let's, the other part is it was a ten game win streak walking in. All right, they've been playing uh, pretty intensely. This was a down game for the Bucks and they still win by six because they just took over in the overtime. Which, by the way, once they hit overtime. They had maxed out on the minutes for uh, Holiday, not Holiday, sorry, uh, for uh, for Chris. And so Middleton did not play after the 25 minutes. He has a 25-minute cap, and so he didn't play a second of the overtime. They, they've stuck to it, which, good for them, I guess. I mean, like that's, that's kind of like a Packers-level dedication to getting somebody better. The, the real snap count, and it's a hard count. So he got to 25 minutes. They took him out 16 points. Uh, and they took about Drew Holiday had just an amazing game. I mean, eight for 12 from three uh, just to really every time things were kind of going wrong. Uh, he found a way to get in there and do something. Giannis playing a great game with 36, but 40 points for for Drew Holiday during this stretch. He has been phenomenal. I'll say I mean, like, I don't think he's had a, not a bad game. He hasn't had a bad game. He's had some that weren't amazing. But he's had some of his better games well, of the season. He's 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 had those Drew Holiday games where, even down the stretch run to the championship a couple of years ago, and then even last year in the playoffs, like we can't keep looking back. I, I I try and correct myself, and we can't just talk back to the championship year. But like down the run to the NBA championship a couple of years ago, and then especially last year, like that dude frustratingly misses some yes. easy layups. Like he gets down and like he can dribble himself down to two feet away from the hoop goes up and then just bricks a layup. Yeah. it's And ridiculous. there's other games where he's just hucking up threes and it's like the heck man, what are you doing? Like uh, it, it seems he's, he's frustratingly bipolar 
when it comes to playing because other because then mm -hmm. this Boston game, dude is dude is um, uh, top five in yeah. the league. Like you can't even uh, he's just unbelievable. Like and we used to say that about Chris, you know, like how Chris. Chris is always pretty good. Middleton, Chris Middleton yeah. is always pretty good. Cash and then Middleton. he can, he can turn it on and go Kobe, go to Kobe land once in a while. And that's not hyperbole because he can, and he plays just like number eight, but, but drew is way more drastic. Like some games he's terrible. I mean, he's good. He's good at defending. He's good at dribbling. He's good at passing, but his shooting just is out. the. It's, it's, it's just abysmal. But not against Boston, man. He was he was making all of them, and yeah. I mean, I mean, I wish he could do that. You can, no one can do that all the time. I wish he could do that fifty percent of the time. So <laughs> yeah, Cause, yeah, because he tends to do that about twelve to fifteen percent of the time. Otherwise, so yeah. Biggest parts on this one is, uh, you know, Bobby's still out. L Lopez only Bobby. gets you four points. Uh, o for three from field goal. So all four points are from the free throw line for for Brooke. So I mean, not getting the scoring from, you know, from just kind of I guess your your traditional bigs because I'm counting Giannis as I mean he's a power forward he's a moving big he's not really a traditional anything but you know having no. that and then I mean he's the only other really tall guy <laughs> you had in starting he's lineup seven foot Russell Westbrook come on we know <laughs> yeah because uh, they should have gotten Russell Russell Westbrook when he was available that would have been great. Uh, no, would have been. but anyways yeah Holiday Connington and and Allen come in they're starting and we get Middleton off the bench. For a good twenty-five minutes, but yeah, um, Connington, yeah, in this game. So I mean, they let Boston kind of hang around. The defense wasn't perfect, but I mean, like that's a pretty well-coached team. They do have depth. That Boston team does have depth, and I think that that's one thing is they really feel like the the Bucks from a couple years back. Like they've got a lot of depth, but they don't. I mean, they've got, and and don't give me Marcus Smart. I mean, that defensive player of the year last year was the. <laughs> The biggest weird fluke of, of anything because, I mean, he Joke. is the biggest flopper in the league. Like, his defensive strategy. The number of times he has fallen as if he has been thrown by the hand of God when he is untouched is ridiculous. Like, James Harden steps and, and, and Marcus Smart is already jumping backwards, but it was just a jab step. And you're like, mm -hmm. and then he gets to stand there measure up his three-point and brick it on his own, you know, like, uncovered, like James Harden, but <laughs> just... Yeah, uh, but <laughs> just, Tatum, just, Tatum is legit. Just, Tatum is an yeah, absolute legit, is legit player. I was gonna say, but 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 Marcus Smart. Before I get off him, though, it just go just go to YouTube and look at all the videos with the uh, okay. shooting star song by the Bag Riders. Do 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 that yeah, one. Just keeps getting, keeps flying through all of space just flying time. through the air. And yeah, and there's one that's very. It's a uh, Wisconsin Dells centric where he's like going down water slides and stuff. <laughs> um, but. Uh, <laughs> What was I, like, I like it. What was I going to say about that? There's also a video on YouTube that's right below that of um, Poole from the Golden State Warriors. Oh yeah, uh, faking faking getting hit in the face by him. <laughs> and like, so Marcus Smart, like on an inbounds play, reaches back and completely misses his head, and Poole falls down like he just got his face knocked off. And as he's getting up, he's pointing and laughing at Marcus Smart because that I mean that's it. Everybody he knows. Him. Yeah. Yeah, he's, everybody knows. It's like I wouldn't do that to anybody except for you. Yeah, it's, it, no. yeah. Boston, he, it's Boston's a good team. Tatum, Tatum's a good team, and uh, or Tatum's a good player. Oh yeah, on a on a pretty good team, and uh, he's getting that he's getting that WWF push, you know, to be they they want him to be the next big star. You can feel it. So yeah, he wears yeah. he wears that Boston jersey. It helps. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. It, he he is fantastic. But yeah. I think that the big thing is like they've got a. a a bunch of they've got a good team. Their their coach currently is pretty decent, I think. Uh, he's not Stevenson, but we'll see what he does with this but team here. I think Stevenson's that they might be boss. overplaying. Yeah, it is his boss now, but I think that doesn't help yeah. in game. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, at the end of the day, the the Bucks thing came back. We I felt I don't know that you really agreed on this one, but I felt that the biggest likelihood was they lose after beating the Celtics from the letdown with a break in front of them. Uh, but they came out and just kind of put the hammer down on the Bulls early, and then just kind of yeah, they did. Then just yeah, kind of was... withstood them till the end. And you know, Caruso yeah. wasn't playing, so I mean, we didn't get their best because <laughs> he's he's made of glass, and uh, everybody can break him apparently, even right. even Allen. 
Well, why would he go out on the, why would he go out on the floor? Because Grayson Allen's going to just destroy him anyway. But then in this he's, game, of he's course, scared. if we he's were Bulls fans, we would have been blaming whoever for Giannis falling and hurting his wrist. But it's right. basketball, and Giannis fell and hurt his wrist, which is a... the biggest news of the basketball week. I mean, it's the biggest news in the NBA because, especially with Kevin Durant leaving for Phoenix, like it's yeah. the Bucks and the Celtics, and that's it. Because I which... mean. I, and I mean, 76ers too, but I, yeah. you know, in, until further notice, the Bucks have the 76ers number. Yeah, like, for the most part. They're, it, I mean, I can't count them all. I mean, Harden can still show up once in a while. Joel Embiid's for real. But but I mean, that's the East is Giannis and the Bucks versus, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody knows it. And, and the Celtics know that they got away with murder last year during the semifinals. Like, it's 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 so that's why it's huge news yeah and 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 the thing is such a fluky play too because Giannis has taken much harder hits it's just i don't even know like did he catch it like at the bottom of the like on the the uh, stanchion that holds up the backboard is like that's what i can i can't even tell like when he hit his hand wrong yeah i thought it was almost even on the fall but it's hard to tell in some of that so yeah but either way, so he went, uh, of course, he showed up. He went out to the All-Star game, uh, played the first like 20 seconds or whatever it was, and got a dunk and didn't even use his bad hand, which should tell right. you how where the All-Star game's at. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, the East scored over 50 points in two of the quarters. That's all you need to know. It's, um, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, Ben Panda is one of the worst games ever. But uh, no, Giannis's hand is, uh, he went out to New York, got a second opinion. It's a strain. It's not going to need surgery. Uh, Giannis is well known for his healing. Like he's got Wolverine-like healing abilities. I mean, <laughs> we all see his, we all saw his knee bend backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Against the Atlanta, against the Atlanta Hawks. And he played five days later. So yeah, and- I, I'm. I'm, I'm sure, and especially like where they're at and what I just, how I just spelled it out with the Eastern Conference. Like, I don't think that there's going to be a rush to bring him back, especially with the minutes coming back for Chris. And then, you know, now with Jay Crowder coming back, try to get him into the mix, like, you know, work that chemistry to make sure people can play and, you know, get some of the, you know, Beauchamp and, uh, did I just, did I just Beauchamp. say Beauchamp? Beauchamp. Monsieur yes. Beauchamp. Monsieur Beauchamp. <laughs> yeah we <laughs> don't church it up dirt yeah I that one up a little bit <laughs> but anyways um fabulous no so get him back and like get some of the other players back into the mix and let you know work on the chemistry and just like how they had to work on the chemistry when um chris wasn't there now bobby's not there and now Jonas isn't there hey how about we work on the chemistry about how we're going to make the rest of the team work when Jonas isn't playing and bobby's not playing because then you bring them back. And I mean, those are two huge. That's number one and four, right. five, but Bobby's five. Well, he's a six yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. So, but you know what I'm saying? But either way, right. big part. So he's not bigger than Lopez. He's not bigger than Drew. He's not bigger than Chris. But yeah, I mean, it's just keep working it, man. I mean, it's it's weird. It's weird to be in this position as a Bucks fan, like looking at this team as like having to prep for the playoffs. Yeah. Because I, I mean, and, and the thing it's, is, it's still, it's still weird. It's still weird. Like, <laughs> I mean, when we started this podcast eight, eight years, seven years ago, eight years, seven years ago, like yes. Giannis was a skinny kid from Greece. Yeah. And there was no chance. And, well, yeah. I we mean, weren't talking about it. And we always, and you know, the thing was, we'll get back to you in February. Right. And we got back to you in February and now they're, 10, you know, they've, they've won uh, how many games in a row? 10? Yeah. 10 games. 12 now. Up to 12, yeah. They were 10 last week, and then they beat the Celtics and Bulls, so up to 12 heading into the All-Star break. It's 41 wins, 41 and 17 right now. And the the fun part is, I mean, look, you're looking at this, and you say, yeah, Philadelphia is in third place. They're two and a half back of the Bucs. Bucs are only a half game out of first. Uh, But then after that, it's Cleveland, who the the Bucs have done pretty well against Cleveland thus far. They, They lost the last one, but... Uh, they beat them like I think the first three times they played. So they've they've looked pretty good against Cleveland, who's a young team that has a lot of stuff going for them right now. Yeah, Cleveland's going to be a trouble. Cleveland's going to be trouble in like a year. Yeah, and and for a little while yet too. I think. Yeah. The team after that though in fifth place is Brooklyn, who just gave up 
the farm, you know, like they just they just sent Durant to Phoenix. They just sent Kyrie to Dallas. Like that's uh, that's what they had. And then, so I, I'm not sure what they're going to do now. Then I don't think that they're really particularly dangerous to us. Yeah, but they, they got some nice they got some nice young pieces in, on the backside though. And, but for uh, this year, I mean, they, they like, were they were winning in spite of Kyrie and Kevin Durant towards the end. It, I, I I hate the Nets. I really do, but I hate them because of the players that aren't there anymore. Yeah, yeah. And if my if my Bucks don't win the the NBA championship, I want it to be the Nets. <laughs> okay. Oh, just because you hate those guys so much, for, you want to win epic, without them for epic karma. <laughs> just epic karma, like. They brought they brought together Harden and uh, Durant and Kyrie Irving to be the super team, and never panned out. Yeah, it the, wasn't even close. It was it was self destructive no. from the word go, and we all knew it was going to be. Like everyone knew they had to spend for, an entire year without KD because he was still coming back off of injury. Then they got him back. They had one good run where they lost right. to the Bucks, and then and that wasn't even yeah. I mean like, and Kyrie couldn't play because he refused because he's crazy. And, and they were the second Harden and third got, seeded and Harden teams. Got, Harden got super fat, yeah. and <laughs> and it was just it was it was a clown show from the get go, and everyone knew it. Like everyone knew it. Like, and the, and uh, Katie's a great ball player. He was yeah. my favorite ball player. 10 back years at OKC, ago. yeah. When he was back in OKC, you were big OKC we guy. Last week. Starting off, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back when the Bucks stunk and. I didn't have. I was a big OKC fan because that Russell Westbrook, James Harden, KD team in Oklahoma City with Surge at his prime, they were amazing. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like they were amazing, but like everyone knew that this Nets thing was going to just be a disaster, you know. And then they get rid of Harden and they bring in Ben Simmons, and now it's Ben Simmons and uh, Cam. Uh, What's his name that they just yeah. got from Phoenix? Like, I, I don't like I want my Bucks to win the East and I want my Bucks to win the championship. Yeah. But if by some fluke something doesn't happen, if the Nets could win with this team that they have instead of what they put together or whatever, just to spit in the face of the others. Sure, I'll take it. <laughs> you mean Cam I'll Thomas? Cam Thomas is the guy you're talking about. Yeah. Cam Thomas, thank you. Yes, yeah, yeah. Cam Thomas. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I I can get behind that. Like right now, we're still looking at Cleveland, Brooklyn, New York, and then the four teams in the you know seven, eight, nine, ten spot, which are all you know quote unquote playoff teams: Miami, Atlanta, Washington, and Toronto. So Washington's hanging in there, which is amazing. Even though they have Miami is the only one of those three or those four, pardon me, that has a winning record right now. Uh, name, so name, name one player on the Washington. Uh, Beal's still there, right? What? Beal's still there, and um, oh is shoot, it? I want to double check one guy's name. I can't remember if he's still there. Yeah, Bradley Beal is still there. Uh, so that's one we got. Oh yeah, Kyle Kuzma is there. Oh, uh, that's right. That's, that's where Kuzma landed. Okay. Yeah, oh, I right. forgot this. Yeah, Kristaps Porzingis is uh was a wizard. Oh my God, wizard! Remember what he was? Uh, yeah. Oh, nif- big stuff. And they're they're number ten overall draft pick from this year. Who that? Johnny Davis. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Former Badgers. Yeah. Back when the Badgers won some games. So. God, Christopher's poor Zingus was so, uh, it was poor Zingus. Poor Zingus. Poor, poor, poor Zingus. God, he was a big deal for a little bit there. He was. And uh, I think when he was younger, if he'd have been with some better stuff, that might have helped his career. But I think he's just done. Um, yeah. So, in terms of the Bucks coming out of the break, they're going to get the heat. The Suns and the Nets, so that's at least, that, that's two rough ones right off the bat. It's really going to depend on what's going on with Giannis. I mean, the Heat have not been great this year. Uh, I mean, like we just said, uh, they're thirty-two and twenty-seven. They're seventh place in the East. Uh, the Suns are fifth in the West, but still, and, and the Suns, you know, just went out and got KD. So that's going to be an interesting one there. But also, like the Heat just. They're well coached. They have players in specific positions uh, that they seem to just be able to play with the Bucks and hang with the Bucks. So that'll be interesting. Uh, the Nets, I, I think they'll be the Nets. I mean, it'll be different because it, it's a team you haven't seen play together enough to get a good feeling on them yet. So 
you know, it's got a real trap feeling, especially after those two games. But that's once they get done with the All-Star break, which I think was, was it um, one or two uh, more months of break, something like that. I'm just joking. <laughs> it's just, it is a very long break, but it's a long season. So that's where we are with that. What's, um, what's crazy What's crazy is that the Suns and the Heat are basically the same thing as far as word value is concerned. It, word the value? Heat, the, yeah, the word value, like the heat, the heat are like the wild where they're a verb. Okay. <laughs> they are heat. There's no the, there's no plural. It's not, you well, know, it's that's just a, that's right. Well, suns. I mean, it's the Minnesota. Well, they are the it's suns. Not, it's not the Minnesota the wild. It's Minnesota wild. They're the Minnesota it's, wild, yeah. But you would say yeah, the wild if you're talking about them. You're like, oh, yeah. we're going to go watch the wild. Or I guess the you'd say we'd go watch the I mean, the you, say the same, you say the same thing. You say uh, yeah. the heat is th- this heat. Go watch heat. I'm going to go watch heat. It, it, well, you're gonna watch Heat. Sorry, it's too bad that there's a movie also called Heat as well. Yeah, that would be fun. Anybody else see the beginning of the movie Heat? I want to talk about it now. I want to talk about it now. Go yeah. away, weirdo. No. I, yeah, I, I know it was ten years ago, but uh, no, yeah, Heat. Sorry, but yes, just when you were saying that is Heat Sun, and I was like, wow, that's the same thing, except one's a noun and one's verb. Anyways, <laughs> continuing on. Yes, yes. Okay, so. Let's do this. Let's just, we'll get, we're done with the Bucks there. We've kind of previewed it a little bit, but let's talk about just because, and I'm doing this because as we record this currently, Marquette is still finishing up their game right now. So, oh, that's um, right. They're playing Creighton right now, aren't they're they? playing Creighton right now, and we'll get to that in a moment. Shoot, but I don't, I, I want to see tonight. the final score before I, I, I go into it too much. Badgers played on, on Valentine's Day, they had uh, Michigan, all right? Like last time we talked, we were like, we're done. This team is done. They're still done, by the way. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not coming off of that again this year. No, they okay. are done. But they are done. You know. But you know that's what. But if we you are. get a chance this to kick, kick done, the Wolverines but, in the uh, in yeah, the, because the string and berries, you, you you kick the Wolverines at the string and berries. Yeah. Right, and I mean, like, this is another one of those ones. Connor Seijin carried them scoring. Uh, shot really well. Uh, he puts up 23 points in this game, and uh, just just carries the team over. So that was that was that was a big important thing. Uh, the other thing to remember out of this is that uh, Hunter Dickinson is just—I uh, don't know what the G-rated word for him is. He's a turd, uh, you know. Like he's just the worst. Like he you gets up, a jerk. He's you know? an absolute jerk. Like he is such a showboating nobody. It's ridiculous. Um, I guess that's probably the best way to put him. He's a showboating nobody. Uh, I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah, because he gets up and does. All sorts of like, man, I just made a three. Did everybody see that? He's like dancing on the floor down by 10. And you're just like, what? <laughs> you know? So he's a showman, not a player is what you're saying. Yeah. So. I mean, he's a big dude. He could be good. I mean, he's they keep talking about like his double doubles. And he did have 12 rebounds in this game. I mean, he's the only guy rebounding for that team from Michigan. And again, I was worried Juwan Howard was going to hit somebody because he came right at a ref and got teed up, which actually... I think Michigan went on a, like a 12-1 run after he did that, but it looked like he was coming right at the ref, uh, which so, so, you wouldn't so, worry hey, so much was, about, what, except for he has that, punched two coaches. What was that you used for that player you were talking about earlier? Dickinson, the showboating nobody? <laughs> or whom? Okay, so now what we were talking about, Juwan Howard? Yeah. Well, the concern is he, he has already... That showboating nobody? ...reached I mean, out as, and hit coach. two coaches, two Big Ten coaches. He has reached yeah. out and hit them. Um, so I mean, yeah, it was I mean weird. we all know who Juwan Howard is as a player, but as a coach, like showboating nobody. Jeez. Yeah, he was a great player, fantastic player. Loved watching him in college. Loved that's watching him in the NBA. That's what his bit. That's what his bit has been since he's a coach. It's like I'm gonna, I'm, I, I'm rough and tough, and it's like, yeah, that's fine when you're a player, but like, man, you're a D1 college basketball coach. Mm-hmm. Ch- chill out. <laughs> right, and it's okay to get. It's okay to be excited. It's okay to be up. It's okay to be yelling about stuff. Like everybody does it. Uh, Greg Gard yells about stuff, but he does not walk out onto the floor and start getting a coach's, you know, like into a referee's face. He's never struck another coach. You know, which by the way, uh, Bobby Knight has thrown chairs at people who are half mm-hmm. a court away from him, but he has never reached out and punched a coach. Uh, right. So I don't know about all that. It's no, no. Know. Bobby Knight was all about assaulting the referees. The so. referees, yeah. He's, I don't know. Yeah, putting hands on referees. Uh, you, you, which you Juwan never that, put a hand on a referee. You say that, but our, but our favorite coach on the NBA side, Coach Bud, Stan, just has that. 
but chameleon he... eye look and doesn't say anything with his mouth agape. <laughs> As friend of the show, Pete right. has made a Twitter. Yeah. No, that's true. That's not yeah. great. I, I mean, I want to see some animated, like what? an animated feel from your coach. Like I like that about Juwan Howard. He's out there protecting his guys. Um, he's out there trying to make his points. Um, but like I think what you're saying is like he's not doing it in a way that a coach does. Like no. you're you, and and being like the baddest guy from the baddest neighborhood is like everybody we went to basic training with. Like every kid you went to basic training with was like the baddest kid from the baddest neighborhood in America. And you're like, I don't care. You know, it's just like shut up, all of you. And that's what everybody thinks about Juwan Howard trying to out tough guy, you know, the refs, because they're like, I'm just going to throw you out of this game. Do you, do you want that? Like, I don't care. I, I'm going to leave this game at some point. I don't know. I, I have a 910 dinner date with they my are... wife and uh, and my friend Jerry and his wife downtown. And this game will be done by 845 yeah. because of that. And so, never mind the fact yeah. that apparently, and I didn't know this because I didn't know that anybody speaks to Hunter Dickinson on any regular basis. But apparently he said that all the Wisconsin players are scumbags and everybody knows it. He's the mm-hmm. biggest scumbag on the floor in this game. And it was hilarious to watch him lose and then feel super sad because... I, I feel the pathos for, for like, I watch Creighton, who just played a great game, and you see them, like, just crestfall, and you're like, I feel for these people. You know, like, the pathos, oh, they, I feel oh, the energy for them. I'm like, Sweet. yeah, so you feel, you're like, okay, I can feel for this guy. I don't have anything else against this person. But when Michigan does it, in this Michigan team, this setup of Michigan, like, there have been other Michigan teams that aren't as bad, but this setup of Michigan, and, and by the way, every Michigan football team, because I will never forgive that group of of, of you know that that uniform, right? That laundry. But the basketball team, as currently situated with with several of the players and the coach, there are are so intensely hateable that beating Michigan was great. It doesn't get you in the tournament because Michigan's also bad. Um, right. But you know to follow that up by losing by one to Rutgers at home is right. I mean, just <laughs> and and we'll say this: Rutgers has been very good and has been ranked at a couple points this year. More recently, Wisconsin has been ranked. Far more recently, mm-hmm. Wisconsin has been ranked. But yeah, get it. Well, at least, that at, least we got, at least we got ten minutes out of ragging on uh, Michigan. Right. Here's my biggest thing. That up. The biggest That's thing. Depressing. That, Why you got to bring that up? What irks me about this Badger team is they're so soft. Like the number of times I see Tyler Wall go up and like try to finger roll a, a layup off the backboard, you're like, dude, you can dunk. Just do it. Go up hard. Go up to the rim. Like go at like. Stephen Crowell is like seven feet tall. And you're like, why are you going so softly to the rim? Like, and then Dickinson blocks him because he's just kind of like, I'll just kind of put it from here. And you're like, go up into him. They aren't getting enough free throws in these games. Like they lose because they don't shoot enough free throws for one thing. Bo Ryan would have hated every minute of the way that these guys play this because they don't go to the rim. They don't get the free throws. They take fallaway shots. Chucky Hepburn's signature shot at this point is a fallaway jump shot, and he's not good at it. His no. his regular jump shot is good. Well, and 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 I, I as as you know, I, yeah. uh, I I get on some of the local talk shows down here on a pretty regular <laughs> basis, and uh, Grant Bill's up there, and uh, Lacrosse has a uh, the Wisco Sports Show, which is on the Wisconsin uh, radio network. It uh, pops up in uh, Madison, Eau Claire, Wausau. Okay. Lacrosse, whatever. He's got a good show. That guy's got a good future. I mean, the kid's like 25 years old and nice. runs a really good sports show. So he's going to have a future. But uh, one of the things he said was he he was getting sick of the uh, um, uh, Chucky uh, Hep bum. He's like, it's that's lazy. Like the Chuck whatever. it up burn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, like mine, was, my, 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 mine was because <laughs> he's like. He's like, that's lazy. And I immediately texted in as I was driving home, which don't text and drive. But anyways, um, clinky, clinky, uh, clinky, hep brick instead. Jeez. Let's let's uh. let's uh, let's 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 run that one out. But I mean, it's just I mean, that's what it is, man. Like, he's just literally hucking shots. It's not good. I mean, yeah. whatever's going on with the men's basketball program outside of that win against Michigan is not good. Yeah, and it's Not just good. I mean, this one actually. I mean, Davis ends up being the leading scorer on this team. Uh, well, I'd hope so. His twin brothers in the NBA, right? Sorry, I mean he's coming off the bench. I mean he gets fourteen. They share genetics. And Klesmit is the only. Well, 
Remember Brock Caulfield and Cole Caulfield. Brock is the older brother and still playing on the Badgers while Cole is making making coin in the NHL. The biggest part, the the biggest reason, though. I I learned this last week that Aaron Jones has a twin brother. Oh, jeez. You like to be that guy. I bet you just go into Green Bay for the free drinks. Um, The biggest problem on this one, Asijin went super cold. Right, like he goes zero for ten and zero for zero for seven from three. I mean, shooters got to shoot right, Aaron. As long as they're not Brian Forbes, uh, but this is getting rough. This is that's just a you just that that's a terrible game. They shoot thirty three percent from the floor, nineteen to fifty seven from the floor, and we're in it. We're in it all the way. Like they get blocked at the end. Otherwise, they they're winning that game. Um, and again. Go up hard, you know. You go up, just they just go up to the net. So sorry, it, it, they shot it, it, five free. Th- or, sorry, they they shot seven of nine from free throws, uh, and they and then they they get five for five from Rutgers, but still like. I mean that, that that's that speaks to what you're talking about with the weakness and like their inability to play to their potential because they have so much they have so much talent that their talent keeps them in it enough, but they're. The, the team is, I don't know. I, I'm. It feels to me like Tyler Wall and Chucky Hepburn are not the players they were last year. Like Tyler Wall could take over games last year and, and was a fantastic four. And this mm-hmm. year he just, he does not look as strong at it. Well, they not... got that NIL money now and they got to get to Cancun at the end of the season. They I don't, don't know that that's sitting, it. I they, mean, they, if they you don't got... need to be in the NIT, they don't need to be in the tournament. They got to well, get down to Cancun. No, nobody's going to Cancun with the kind of money they're making. I just, I don't know. I think the biggest thing is if you've got, because if you want NAL money, win games because that money goes up when you win. Uh, and the players know that. I think the biggest thing is like when you have this many players who have regressed from last year, that 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 has to be on coaching. And I'm not saying fire guard. I don't want to fire guard. Everybody gets a down year. He's been the Big Ten coach of the year two of the last three years. Um I think that this is also a year where we have to realize that that a player who that you know they had a, a recruiting class that had a player who got hurt who was supposed to be a big star, and then also a player who was one of the top ten in the NBA uh, draft I, last I year. Say, yeah, Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis wasn't supposed yeah. to leave. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't counting on him getting two and gone, but quite possibly. But still, you know, you got to recruit. Year and year and year, and the recruiting has not been as solid this year in the last two years since that class. Uh, but I've so. also but I've also heard stuff about Greg Gerd talking about um, calling out his players about not playing hard enough, and that's I, I mean, and then them not responding. Um, that that kind of throws up a red flag too. Have you, you and I you know this? About, have you heard slash read anything about that? Because I've heard that yeah. I've heard slash read about that on a couple of occasions, like. Where garden post game shows are like, or post game interviews are like, yeah, yeah, no, my guys aren't aren't, aren't playing hard enough. And I'm like, yeah, and that's that's, usually, that's usually like the first step in losing a team. I think you and I has as having been NCOs and in my case also an officer understand that leadership means a lot of things, and that leadership means you can't treat all of your you know your players, all of your soldiers the same way because not everybody responds to the same thing. Uh, you can't go with the drill sergeant tone on, you know, private snuffy because private snuffy is going to cry and then shut down and be unable to work. You know, like you, you have to take private snuffy differently than, you know, th- whoever else. And private snuffy is just a fake name that everybody uses to mean like the dumbest of the Joes. Uh, so you have to just kind of gauge your people and how do you treat certain people in certain places when you call out the entire team, what you're doing is treating all of them the same and thinking that the motivation that you can give to each of them is the same thing all across the board, which is not a good look, generally speaking. That's that's my take on it. I don't I'm know if you just, have anything I, to add. I, I, I'm just, you know, as, as a loose fan that basically participates in uh, Badgers basketball talk when we do our <laughs> podcast, like, and, and, you know, and just listening to, you know, the, the folks on Madison radio basically and reading here and there it's, I, I it's, it, it's not, a, it's not a good look. Like you can kind of tell when someone's lost the room, I don't know. And yeah. also to 
and also too, Greg Gard might be in the Paul Christ boat. We talked about yeah. that. Granado might be ago. too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a different um, world. Yeah. I mean, Macintosh, it's, 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 it's his boat. And, yeah. You know, these aren't and, his guys. He didn't hire any of these guys. So yeah. Makes sense. I mean, every, everybody up to this point has been part of the Barry Alvarez tree in some way, shape or form, whether mm-hmm. him being an AD or a, uh, uh, football coach. So, you know, Macintosh went and got, got fickle and, you know, who knows what's next for the basketball team, yeah. but they're a big 10, they're a big 10 basketball team and a good big 10 basketball team with pedigree. Yeah, so most of the time, the, the, this kind of, this kind of season, this is what you expect out of the Gophers. <laughs> yeah. This is just... not, I mean, Wisconsin at least should be, should be meddling in the middle of the conference. And with the and way the conference pro- looks this year, they should be top four, but they aren't. Right. They aren't. I mean, they, they should be a problem for every other team, and they're not. And that's. Yeah. 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 It's, it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. A team that is a problem for everybody is Marquette because they, they have there. a great week. They have two tight games. These were the ones we were really looking at as we were looking on the schedule last week when we were talking. We said, you know, last week they beat Georgetown. We're like, yep, they're going to beat Georgetown. The big, uh, the, that was after that tough loss to UConn. And then we said, look, they got four games left, two of them that are going to be big. They got Xavier coming in, who they lost to Xavier earlier in the year at you know in Cincinnati. And then they got to go to Omaha and play Creighton. And then now they're going to end the year. The next two games will be uh, DePaul coming up to Marquette you know, in Milwaukee, and then Marquette going down to Indiana to play Butler. Well, two tight wins this week. Uh, they get Xavier, which was a... Just a super back and forth game. This one, Xavier got out. It was rough because Xavier came out hot. They were making all their shots. They were they were passing the ball so so well. It was amazing to watch. They they, they had a great game going, and Marquette just reeled them back in. I mean, it was it's like uh, nineteen to six at one point, early in the first half. I mean, about halfway through the first half, nineteen to six, and Marquette comes back and wins this one, sixty nine to eight. Uh, it, it was, it, I don't know. It was a great game to watch because it was back and forth. Uh, both teams were shooting, uh, well, not the greatest. They started off shooting pretty well, and then Marquette had to draw them back in. Marquette only shoots thirty eight percent on the game. Like they came out cold. We couldn't get Prosper to buy a bucket. Cam Jones couldn't shoot, and that's where like you really need him to be one of those spark plugs that gets things going. Kolick is one of the guys who gets other people going. But Cam Jones ends the game. He's shooting uh, two of fourteen, and and Cam Jones has to be a scorer for this team. And somehow they eke out this this sixty nine sixty eight win over Xavier. What was a back and forth, uh, fantastic game to watch. Uh, high tempo the whole way for both teams. It was just um, up and down. It was it was it was really good watchable basketball. And especially since Mark had won, so at the end of it, you're you're still feeling amped instead of a uh, kind of upset. But uh, again, this is another one where Creighton came out today shooting well to start off with. Uh, they had a couple big threes early. Marquette had to take a timeout. Uh, they rested up and, and pulled themselves back in. They didn't get too terribly far out of it. There was a point where they're down by, well, I guess Creighton was up by 12. But by halftime, it's a close game. Uh, it's, it's, it's in there. And Marquette actually had a 10-point lead late. And then Creighton came right back. So both teams pushed themselves to a little cushion and then came back. And, and so it, it was a really good game back and forth. The fan base was immediately uh, engaged in this game. It was a loud atmosphere for everything. So it was, it was a fun game to watch again. And uh, Marquette down the stretch was up by two. They give up a shot. Uh, then Kolick went down, dribble drive, penetration, gets the layup, the, uh, the scoop layup. Uh, they go down. Creighton gets fouled. Uh, they're in the bonus. They shoot two. They make them both. Kolick goes down and scores again. Like Kolick just decided. I mean, he did what Chucky Hepburn tries to do, except for he went to the hoop. Uh, he went straight to the basket. He's like, I'm going to shoot this, or you're going to foul me. And that's why he's he's a much better point guard right now than what Chucky Hepburn has been playing. Uh, Kolick, he he can do those things. He is such a great distributor, but at the same time. He can find that way to make those plays uh, and just, I don't know. He doesn't look like he's going that fast, but somehow he's to the hoop. That's, you know, just he, he finds his way there. Uh, we get much better shooting in this game. 
the traditional kind of point scoring we've been seeing from the Marquette bench was not there. Uh, Joplin doesn't get a point. Uh, they relied very heavily on their starting five, which isn't really their game, but they can do it if they need to. Uh, so Iguodaro gets 18. Cam Jones gets you 19. Kolick gets you 18. But again, only two points from the bench. Uh, so that's, if you're looking for anything they got to improve on, it's getting more out of their bench. But at the same time, they have the ability to lean on their their big guys. Prosper has not, though, been as, as I guess, present in some of these games. They've been able to shut him down a little bit the last couple teams. I don't know if that's something on film he's got to look at. But at this point, you have time to get prepped for it because uh, Marquette is still on top of the East. By beating Xavier, they're on top of the East. Uh, and now by beating Creighton, they're staying there. And they got two games against DePaul and Butler. I'm not as worried about them. That's the the second to last and third to last teams. Like the only team behind those two is Georgetown. So Marquette is a game and a half up on Providence, two games up on Xavier, two games up on Creighton. And so, you know, they've, they've got a good chance here. I think they're going to finish the season, uh, the one seed in the East, and then we'll watch how the tournament goes. I'm, I'm not worried about these other two games here. I'm not really worried about the games either. And actually I was just looking at, Sorry, I was doing a whole bunch of while you were talking because no, you made I, a whole lot more sense. I give you I time so while I have to go off. Yeah, you bit. do. I had yeah, to go and, off. Uh, it was great. Yeah. Well, and you're full of information. So, um, no, what I was looking at was. Uh, Good save. Uh, I was looking at ticket prices again like I do. Right. And, uh, hey, doesn't Butler play at. Oh my! Actually, sorry. Let's go back to my first. I actually, wrote them down. My first thought is that if they <laughs> went out here, Marquette really has a good shot at being a number two seed. I don't think they can be a number one seed, right? I'm right on that thought, right? We'll see how it plays out. If they win the East, they got an outside chance at a one, maybe, depending how it goes and how other e- teams either do. Either the last one Most or like, the first two, yeah, yeah, possibly. And okay. I think the better option is they're more likely to be a two seed. Again, it depends what happens in the tournament. It depends what happens with other teams. So, yeah, we'll see. And so my next question yeah. is, Butler plays at the place where... The Hinkle Fieldhouse. Where they shot Hoosiers, right? That might be true. It's the Hinkle Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. I, mean, I, I guess I'd have to look tickets, that up as t- to whether or not that's the place. Tickets are cheap for that game, by the way. <laughs> All right. No, I was I was just thinking. I was like, that'd be fun <laughs> to run down there to catch a game where Hoosiers shot. Hold on. You talk, and I'm going to look that up now. Okay. Well, while while Aaron's looking at those portions, we'll give you the quick rundown, too, that, um, hey, UW-Green Bay and UW-Milwaukee, they did the exact same thing this week, which was get their backsides handed to them by Robert Morris and Youngstown State. So after Milwaukee had such a promising start, was sitting on top of the Horizon League, they're now a game and a half back at Youngstown State. They're a game back at Cleveland, and they're tied in there with uh, North Kentucky. Green Bay is still the thank you for IUPUI uh, because that's the only team with a worse record than than Green Bay. But um, Milwaukee did beat uh, Detroit Mercy while Green Bay lost to them. Detroit Mercy does have uh, that kid who is is pushing. I think it's uh, was Davis, uh, Antoine Davis, who is pushing to be the all-time leading scorer and breaking uh, Pistol Pete Maravich's record. He's averaging like. 28 points a game this year so that's that is pretty impressive but still yeah it's not i'm just trying to find his total points per game over his career here uh let's see 26.1 points per game oh no yeah so i mean like he's he's scoring every single season and the other thing is he's got that covid year so that's the other reason why he's going to pass it probably is he's been scoring basically 25 points a year for five years 25 points a game for five years. That's that's an intense number. So we'll see what that means. That's not Pistol Pete, though. And that's also playing in the Horizon League, not you know playing for LSU. But, yeah, that's where we are with the Wisconsin D1 basketball. Did you find it, Aaron? Yeah, no, it is It is absolutely where um, Hoosiers was filmed in 1986. Okay. So one of the greatest sports movies of all time based on yes. the, the team from Million, uh, Indiana. So... I'm actually go, look. I think I might actually go down to that. I might drag my son down there. Okay. Uh, the It'll only times. The only other major news we have from uh, big time Wisconsin sports is Luke Voigt, uh, first baseman and outfielder Tyler Naquin have been signed to minor league contracts 
and I believe they're both going to be invited into uh, the spring training. Voigt is 32 years yes. old, hit 22 home runs last year, so that's at least interesting. Um, and they love the people talk about like he's got some serious um, Vogelback kind of feel to it. Just looking at awesome. him, <laughs> so bring back strong bad, strong bring bad, strong mad. Yeah, sorry. They're strong mad, excuse yeah, me. Strong yeah. mad, yes. We got a guy batting with uh, boxing gloves on. Then we know it's his brother, Strong Bad. But Absolutely. Way. And if you haven't watched Homestar Runner, then, well, you don't know what we're talking about half the time, I guess. <laughs> I could watch Homestar Runner and. <laughs> it's fun to go back. Thir- they're all on 13, YouTube now. 13, 13 years, man. Yeah, they're all on YouTube now, so you can find it. At, at one point in my, uh, when we were deployed in Iraq, there was a captain that said, hey, you got to watch this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Dead air. Uh, dead air. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, we're going to wrap up everything else that we have here in the segment that we lovingly call our last call. Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. All right. For last call, I'm going to start this week. We're going to start with track. Uh, the biggest thing, and I know Aaron's going to be excited about this. The Wisconsin Badgers men's team just broke the Big Ten record for the distance medley relay. Total time was under 920. It's crazy because, first off, yes, you have ends getting a 46.3 second, 400, or 400. 400, Uh, There's a minute 46.5800. Sharp then runs a 357.9600. And so you're like, holy cow. So they run a sub 920, uh, which is the fifth best performance in the all-time world list. Uh, They're one of only five teams in NCAA history to run a sub 920. Uh, Currently, they lead the Big Ten. That's insane. This is a crazy time. And they got a kid who can run, I mean, running the 400 in 46.3 and an 800 in 146.5 and then a sub four minute mile. Yeah, I mean, he he basically ran oh. what the 400 kid did twice. Yeah, the 1200 meter so came in at two they're minutes so 49 fast. seconds. It's crazy. Badgers also what they had was the uh, the Valentine's inter invitational Badger Valentine invitational. Badger swept the uh, weight competitions as well. This is all indoor, uh, mm-hmm. so they set a. Uh, Sam Coley, or pardon me, Sam Coyle set a record, uh, personal record. It was 73 feet, nine and a half inches on his throw. They take all three. Uh, they also had Giovanni Waring ran the 60 meters in uh, hurdles in 7.9. Uh, it's the sixth best time at UW and the 10th best in the Big Ten this year. Uh, looking at women's, they had, uh, they also had a, had a pretty good time so event winners julia moore wins the pole vault uh 12 feet 11 inches uh, i love Thea- her big lebowski <laughs> right yeah uh tia Dorhorst and kenzie klug finished second and third in the pole vault taylor gilling won the 600 or the 60 meter dash in 7.52 seconds armani brown competed in the long jump and won the event with 19 feet 11 and a half inches Badgers finished first, second, and third in the 3,000-meter run. Uh, Bella Jacobson, a freshman, won the event, running a 947.67. Aaron Hill finishes second, and Ashley Peterson finishes third. Uh, so they... I dated an Ashley Peterson in college. What's that? I said I dated an Ashley Peterson in college. Well, there you go. There uh, coming up next will be, uh, for the men's, they've got the Big Ten uh, indoor championships, uh, which will be in Geneva, Ohio. The women's Big Ten championship coming up is at the Spire in Geneva, Ohio, as well. So apparently, that's the the location is called the Spire. So yeah, they'll be having the Big Ten championships coming up. It will be February twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Uh, into wrestling, the number thirteen Badgers beat number sixteen Northern Iowa, not the other Iowa, but the northern one. Uh, they win 23-17. Eric Barnett started everything off by getting a fall. And uh, then Garrett Modell, Dean Hamidi, Braxton Amos, and Trent Hilger, who we've all talked about all of them before, uh, they all get wins. It was 20-17 to when Hilger came in at the uh, the heavyweight division. Uh, and when he wins that, that, I mean, that could have tied it technically, or they could have taken the win if he'd gotten a major decision. But Hilger gets the win. 
by decision. They win 23-17. Uh, next thing coming up for them will be the Big Ten Championships, which will be March 4th and 5th in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, WIAC Championships this week were held in Stevens Point. Uh, UW Lacrosse wins their seventh straight conference title in wrestling, uh, their 22nd overall. They get 161 points. Eau Claire finishes second with 125, and Platteville with 91 and third. Uh, individual winners at 125, Luke Valdez of uh, Oshkosh at 133, Dominic Malander of Whitewater. At 141, Tyler Shackle of Lacrosse. 149, Jake Burford of Whitewater. Uh, 157, Nolan Hurtle of Lacrosse. Uh, 165, Noah Lysgang of Lacrosse. 174, Jared Stricker of Eau Claire. 184, Jarrett Schinhoster. That's a fun name. That's a wrestling name uh, from Whitewater. I was going to say, this sounds like <laughs> sounds like being up north and calling out the names at the Ladysmith uh, Wrestling Tournament right there. <laughs> 197, Bo Yinneman of, of Oshkosh. And then, and it continues. Yeah, at uh, the heavyweight, then Chase Melton of Eau Claire. Uh, moving on to hockey. Hockey. UW women, women are not the number one team, but played the number one team. And... Friday night, they get the 6-5 to five win in overtime. Jesse Comfer gets two goals. Casey O'Brien gets a one as well. Uh, so does Britta Curl, Sophia Shirley. And then Kirsten Sims gets the overtime goal for the, uh, the game-winning goal. Uh, they were outshot 32-47 to 47 and managed to win. Now, the next time on Saturday, they outshot Ohio State 33-28 to 28 and then lost 1-3. to three. Layla Edwards had the lone goal in that one. Uh, up next, they'll be having the WCHH uh, tournament. Uh, they'll start off with the Minnesota State Mavericks, formerly known as Mankato State, as a D3 school. Did Mankato State kind of do the same thing that University of Milwaukee or uh, UW Milwaukee is doing now? Like they're just. Yeah, they want to be, especially when they wanted to go more D1 hockey and stuff, they didn't want to be Mankato. They wanted to be Minnesota State, Minnesota State hmm. University. So they call themselves. MSU still, but yeah, it's yeah, as opposed to the uh, uh, Minnesota State team from the show Coach, right? True, right? Okay. <laughs> Good call. All right. Anyways, um, what was yeah. that? The Minnesota State uh, Thundering Eagles was that their name? I I would have to look it up. I can't remember it. Yeah, I remember I the show. You, you talk, I'll look it up. All okay. Right. Uh, UW men hosted number seventeen Michigan State. They split with them over the weekend. Friday night they lose two to six. Jack Gorniak and Zach Erdahl getting the goals for uh, UW. The next night Saturday they then win six to two. So, I mean eight to eight over the weekend, and they're all even. Matthew de Fal gets two goals. Uh, other goals for Liam Malmquist, Carson Bantle, Jack Gorniak, and Carson Kulemans. We've been talking about uh, UW recruiting. I mean, we kind of talked about it last year. Like, we've got, well, Gorniak's a super senior. Brock uh, Caulfield's a super senior. But we've got guys like uh, Bantle and Desen Fal who are juniors. But we do have, you know, Zach Erdahl, Cole Kuhlemans, Liam Malmquist, who are sophomores. And then the the freshman class is pretty good. Jack Horback, Charlie Stammel, and Cruz Lucius, who we love. Um, so yes. they do yes. have some good young talent and a decent class coming in. So We'll see if that's enough to save Granado coming up this year. They will be playing Penn State next, who got kind of destroyed by Minnesota this week as Minnesota reclaims the number one spot in men's hockey poll. In D3 hockey, uh, it's tournament time. So WIC tournament featured River Falls playing at Stout. They lose 4-1 to one and 4-2. to two. I mean, River Falls loses. Stout wins 4-1 to one and 4-2. to two. Northland played at Superior. Superior win or loses the one three to one and then wins three nothing. So they split. What happens in these though is there's two games, and if you split them, they go to a sudden death mini game. And Superior wins that and moves on. So Stout will go on to play number eighth ranked UWSP, and Superior will be playing at number seventeenth ranked Eau Claire this weekend. This season now. The WIAC championship is an automatic bid. We've talked about this before. They were mm -hmm. at large bids until now, but they are an automatic bid now. So there are still three Fantastic. wild cards that can be called out. But uh, you know, whoever wins this tournament is going to get an automatic bid into the uh, national championship tournament. Perfect. Uh, yeah, men's W or pardon me, NCHA is going to be well. 
Milwaukee School of Engineering uh, played at Trine. They split with them, so they go to the minigame. They they win 2-1, lose 3-5. Trine wins the minigame and moves on. Marion Trine all the time. Yeah, yeah. St. Norbert hosted every week Marion. We talk about Trine. Trine, yeah. Well, they're gonna we'll talk about them for one more week, I guess. Except for we don't care. They're gonna be playing Adrian. Adrian played Concordia, Wisconsin. This is the, one of the saddest hockey scores I've ever seen. Eleven to one, and then thirteen to two over the weekend. So they scored twenty four goals in two games. St. Norbert hosted Marion. They win five to two and eight to two. So St. Norbert will be playing. There, you're gonna love this. Number 12, St. Norbert, will be playing at number 12, Aurora. Yes, they are both ranked 12. The, the poll has of them having course, exactly of, the same of number. Course, of course, yeah. Number three, Adrian, will be hosting number 15, Trine. D3 women will start with the NCHA. Uh, playoffs will start this weekend. Lawrence uh, will be playing at number five, Adrian. Marion will be playing at number 14, St. Norbert's. Trine and Aurora will be playing, but also Concordia of Wisconsin will be playing at Lake Forest. In the WIAC, Superior will be hosting Northland tonight. I don't have a final score on that one. So the 21st, they'll be hosting Northland. Uh, the winner of that will get to play number three ranked UW River Falls in River Falls. So good luck for that. Uh, and then Stevens Point will be playing uh, number seven, UW Eau Claire. Uh, the only other thing I've really got right now is that the WIAC men's basketball tournament has started. Whitewater beat River Falls 69-67, and Eau Claire beat Platteville 72-70. So that means Eau Claire will now go play uh, UW Oshkosh, and Whitewater will now go play UW Lacrosse. The, the one and two teams got to buy. In the women's bracket, uh, that will be starting this week. Whitewater and Stout get buys, and they will be facing the winners of Platteville at Eau Claire and Lacrosse at Oshkosh. All right, Aaron. Anything else you can think of to add at this point before we uh, close up for the week? So yes. Uh, what, so what team did I say that coach coached for? No, oh yeah, Minnesota State. State. Do you remember what team I said? I think they, you said Screaming Eagles. I was one hundred percent correct. On Boom, that. nailed it. I was going to go back to what we were talking about with the uh, NBA at the first part of the show, and I'll keep this short. And uh, so the Timberwolves have a guard named Anthony Edwards, who I really like a lot. I think yeah. he's He's gonna. He's a big up and comer. Edwards uh, came out today and was talking about NBA players that take time off. Just take time off. We have to blame the Spurs for all this, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, like, so you're talking about the, the the game against the Celtics. Sorry, this is the reason why I brought this up. Sorry, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I brought it back around to this. Like all their all their all, all their players are sitting, right? And so okay. Ant, as they call him, brought up a good point. He's like, some people can only afford to go to one NBA game a year. They're not cheap, dude. Like, I, I, I'll tell you that much right now. Like, I was just looking at Marquette games, and they're not cheap. But especially NBA games, they are not cheap to go to. And so when you pay $300 to go to a game for, you know, uh, four people to sit in the, in the nosebleeds up top, and way north of that to sit down on the in the bottom bowl like we're here to see certain players and like especially when players come in from out of town and so i just wanted i, I wanted to fact check anthony edwards to make sure that he was in fact n not full of you know that yeah. stuff so his rookie year he played 72 games his second year he played 72 games and so far this year, he's played 61 games. So he's he's putting his money where his mouth is. He's playing most go. games, and he's actually had legitimate injuries where he would have to miss games. So yeah. that's all I, I want. I want to say, Anthony Edwards, good on you. Jonas is also really big about that, especially yeah. about making sure that he plays home games. You know, I I, I, I just I, I think that's going to be a real problem going forward with the NBA. People are paying top dollar to see your players. Make sure they're out on the floor. Yeah, and the coaches yeah. are paid though to win, so right. it, it, there's a contradiction there. Yeah, you're saying the coaches are being paid to win, but you also want your best players out there at the same time. Like it's just how do you explain to a fan base? Like I, I know you paid four hundred dollars for this game, but load management it's better for the team. Yeah. You know, millionaires and billionaires telling basic fans that 
sorry, we mm-hmm. we got bigger and better things to do. Well, it's like playing all of our starters would cost the the Bucks most likely the chance to win two championships instead of just you know one because the the one year they just ran out of gas because they didn't right. do it. So yeah. Well, it doesn't mean you have to play him. It doesn't mean you have to play him for forty minutes. Yeah, I guess. You yeah. asked if I had anything else, and yeah. yeah, that was there. We go. That was sitting on my crop. Anyways, so there we go. <laughs> Good show, John. Love yeah. it. I did want to throw in one other thing. We did have uh, the USA Track and Field Indoor Championships were this week as well, and a player from lacrosse, a sprinter from lacrosse, not a player because he doesn't play track. Uh, Sam Blaskowski, which is such a great Good name, job, by the way, Blaskowski. Uh, he he ran a six point six seven sixty meter dash, which is the Division three national record. He placed wow. fifth in the final, uh, getting getting all the way to the final preliminary run. Ran a six point six nine, ran a six point six seven in the finals. Uh, thank good, you again, good, every- good, good for him, and, yeah. and good for you by uh, correcting yourself too, because you don't play wrestling, you don't play track. <laughs> Sometimes they play. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for another wonderful week of uh, Wisconsin sports. It's great to have you with us from Wisconsin, across the U.S., and across the world. I'd like to remind you that you can follow the show at Pod. You can follow me at NotSoHumbleHost. And you can follow Aaron at Cheddar Talk. And remember, whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.